0: You're listening to episode 102 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms. And I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting. Hey friends, happy Monday. Super pumped you are choosing to spend these next minutes with me and grow in your mindset in grow your business and create a life that you love and that works for you. Now, I'm excited for this episode because I'm going to share a story that I really haven't shared at all. and I honestly actually kind of forgot this almost happened, but as I, I was reflecting on some things and I this popped up and I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to share this on the podcast because I've been seeing, you know, people having having success with their business, landing clients, they've replaced their income or they're close and they're like, Oh my gosh, now I'm scared. It's time for me to put in my two weeks. It's time for me to quit my job. And we have that fear of, is this the right choice? Or, oh my gosh, am I making a mistake? And all the what if downward spiral comes right back to get us. So I wanted to share a personal story with you of how I almost actually didn't quit teaching after I resigned from the first high school that I was at right after George was born and almost signed on to teach a completely different grade level and prep than what I was used to. So stay tuned for that story. And ultimately, though, I'm sharing this to help you see that it's important to not let our fear control our decisions. And also that it is okay to say no, whether it is an opportunity or a potential client, it is okay to say no. In fact, it is downright powerful. So before we dive in, though, I just want to give you a heads up coming up in two weeks, we are celebrating spring and new beginnings, new freelance business launches, and all of the women who are at that point where they can put in their two weeks or have put in their two weeks, we're celebrating. We're celebrating with a giveaway. One of my favorite brands has given us some things to give away to help you live your best life, live an intentional life. And I can't wait. So that's all I'm going to say for now, but stay tuned for March 23rd and you'll hear all the details. All right, let's dive in. Have you noticed that fear has this awesome ability to follow us no matter where we're at in our business? If it's getting started, growing, scaling, pivoting, whatever it is, it has this awesome ability to follow us, challenge us, and knock us off track, but we can't let it. And I almost fell prey to this fear when it came time to quit teaching. Now, this story isn't just about leaving your corporate stable job, there's a common thing that keeps coming up where people are scared to say no to different opportunities to earn money because who would do such a thing, right? Who would turn down a client or a project? Well, let me tell you, sometimes your gut, your heart, your instinct is right. and your mental health, your happiness are way more important than any amount of money. So my... My school, my bosses knew. My principal, my department head knew early on my last year of teaching that it was my last year. I was pregnant and they knew about my business. I told them early on, my last day will be this day to give myself a couple of extra days because my kids are all C-sections. McLaren was super stubborn and didn't want to come out, so we were induced. And then her stubbornness just got us from day one and she really didn't want to come out. And every time I had a contraction, her heart rate would drop and it just wasn't safe. So had an emergency C-section. And now I just elected to do that with all future kids because I like to know what to expect. That wasn't on my radar the first time around, but since that's what I, I knew, that's what I chose with George and Thomas. And that's now what I will choose with this baby girl that's cooking in my belly. Anyways, they they knew I was leaving, but probably March around spring breakish time, my last day was around like March 31st. I didn't work in April at all. George was born April 5th. March 30th, March 31st was my last day. And then I had a long-term sub who finished out the year for me and I came back for finals. But in that end of March time period, my department head approached me about an opportunity that could be a potential at another Catholic school in our diocese. And I was like, oh no, like, no, I'm not interested at all. Like, no. And then she was like, okay, well, let me just, you know, tell you about it. And she told me about it. And it actually seemed like a dream gig for, for a teacher. All that included was a class of like, seven advanced eighth graders who you know their reading scores were above all the others and they just have done really well on test and everything and they needed an advanced curriculum and the principal didn't want to put that on the current classroom teachers and wanted to have like a separate kind of enrichment class where when the other kids would be doing english and literature and writing they would come and work with another teacher and They were just looking for someone part-time two to three days a week for just like an hour and 20 minutes of of that time. And then on the other class days, the other two days to make it the the five days of the week, the teacher would like leave them homework or stuff to do. I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. That would mean no like meetings. I wouldn't have to do any of the meetings, any of the professional development, any of like... The retreat stuff where at my, you know, the school I was at, we had to go on these retreats and stay overnight. And that was just not conducive to family life. And all these extra like responsibilities and nighttime stuff that would come up occasionally. So this was literally just show up, teach, go home. Perfect. Like what I always wanted. I would also get complete freedom with the curriculum within reason. I mean, it would have to be appropriate and stuff like that. But it really was like the dream gig. Anyways, I was like, ah, I don't know. And so then, I went on maternity leave. George was born. I went back up to the school a couple times throughout because my mom taught there, and I would bring the kids and we'd say hi. We'd check on the my classroom, meet with the long term sub, just make sure everything was fine. And the department had again like brought it up and was like, "Oh, why don't you just why don't you just talk to my sister?" It was her sister was the principal at the school. So I said, "Okay, fine." And I I called her and I talked to her, and she pretty much confirmed everything that my department head had said. And then that my only concern was because she was even like the pay was great. They were going to pay me $50 an hour plus a extra hour for each class period that I taught for like planning and grading time. And oh my gosh, when I did the math, I was like, heck, this is almost averaging out to be what my take-home salary was as a classroom teacher, you know, after I paid daycare and all this I was like, this is great. This could be a great thing to supplement my freelancing business. Right. So I'm talking to my husband and he's like, oh yeah, wow. That's awesome. Cause you guys know, Colin still was kind of skeptical and the whole, like a traditional job is like more his jam, more his comfort status. And so he was all for it. My hangup was, and I told the principal this, you know, I have two kids. I'm doing this to stay home because if I continue to teach, my entire salary would go to daycare, and I, I want to be home. And so, for me to find someone to watch the kids consistently each week for such a small time, like that's going to be really hard to find that person. And also, that's going to eat into you know what I'm making. And I, that's that's why I'm leaving teaching. And so she was like, "Oh, well, we have a preschool at the school." McLaren can come, you know, during the time that you work. And then I bet we can find someone to watch Thomas, a mom or, or something. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. That sounds good. It was going to work out that at first they wanted someone Tuesday and Thursday. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I would just leave work for, for the kids to do like their homework time. And so I I had agreed. I went out to the school. I met with her. I met like the office lady. I got the school schedule, but nothing had like really been signed yet, and so then I just I just went home and it just didn't feel good. I wasn't excited. I was anxious. I was like I had that feeling in my stomach that this is going to cause me more stress than it's worth because like learning a new prep and having to get myself ready and get two kids ready in the morning and be somewhere on time and reliable childcare. I just kept thinking of all these things like, oh, this is not really, this isn't what I want. But I just kind of sat on it. And then a couple of weeks later, the principal called me. And at this point I still had never signed anything. Nothing. There was like no written contract. And she was like, okay, so a couple of things. I I haven't been able to find someone to watch Thomas. And actually I think we're going to need you here three days a week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I misspoke on what our budget was and what we could pay you. So all of these things I was like, oh my goodness. And I was just like this this isn't going to work out and I was just like, okay, thank you. Let me talk to my husband, let me think about this and I hung up and I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But I have a hard time saying no and like telling people no, saying no. It's hard because I don't I don't want to like let them down. But anyways, this is becoming a long drawn out story. Anyways, I Talked to Colin, and I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. This is not what I want. Like, I'm leaving teaching. I am done. I already gave away all of my books, everything. Like, Colin, I'm done. He was like, Okay, fine. Again, he's like, brought up that you better not be bankrupting this family (laughs) quote that he's famous for. And so I did it. I said no. And I share this with you because ultimately I walked away from a money opportunity, something that would be consistent from. August through May and potentially continuing out each year. It was what I went to school for. It was what I was good at. It was what I originally grew up thinking I wanted. And I walked away from it and I said, no. And that no, I want you to know that that is a powerful word that we should use way more often. Because when we think we're saying yes to someone, that we're doing others a favor and we're helping and and it's good to say yes to others. But honestly, When you say yes to something, you ultimately are saying no to something too, right? If you think about that, when you say yes to something, there's always something then that you have to say no to. If I would have had said yes to this opportunity and said yes to teaching Monday, Wednesday, Friday for lower pay and having to find my own childcare, if I would have said yes to this, in the end, I would have been saying no to stuff. I would have said no to my complete freedom. You guys know I I don't like having to be somewhere at a certain time, like consistently. The only consistent thing on my schedule right now is the weekly coaching call for overwhelmed to overbooked ladies Wednesdays at noon. That's the only consistent commitment I have each week. And I I like it that way. That gives me freedom to switch up my work schedule, go on a random vacation. Which, speaking of random vacation, we're going to Bahamas coming up soon, and I am so pumped. But I, I wanted that complete freedom. I didn't want to feel like someone else's time controlled me. Complete time freedom is so important, so important to me. I also would have been saying no to my happiness because not having that complete freedom would have made me angry and mad and stressed, and I would have been committed to this. This wasn't something that I could just try for two days and then say, oh, yeah, and you know what? This isn't a fit for me because when you're teaching it is a august through may commitment and ultimately i would have been saying no to the ability to build and scale my business because shortly after saying no something amazing happened now i always knew i wanted to move into courses and helping other moms figure out how to have this same time freedom and flexibility and financial stability that i had found with freelancing but I told my, I kept telling myself, oh, that's going to be five years down the road. You can't do that long, long time. Well, God put me on that path much sooner than I expected. And because I had said no to teaching again, I was able to fully say yes to start helping others and starting this podcast and starting my online programs and creating all of those other free resources. That started in August of 2017. If I would have said yes to teaching... I probably would not have seen that perfect opportunity to start helping others now smack me in my face. And now here we are almost two and a half years later. I am so thankful I said no to that opportunity that I knew was not aligned with what I wanted for my life, for my family, for myself. So how do you know when to say no versus when, when you are just scared, right? So like there could have been different feelings with, This teaching, like, oh my gosh, it's a new prep, it's a new school. Like, what if I don't fit in? What if the kids don't like me? You know, that could have been like a thought. But for me, I knew in my gut, I knew in my heart that this opportunity was not right for me. But I was scared to say no. So when you're faced with one of those opportunities of is my gut telling me this is not the right opportunity for me, or am I just scared? Number one, you need to know what your goals are. You need to know what your goals are, but you also need to know what your ideal life and ideal business look like. If the opportunity that is presented to you clashes with your ideal life and your ideal business, say no. Protect what you want. You have the ability, you have the power to control what your life, what your day what your family, what your business looks like. So that's my big test. Know your goals. I knew what my goals were. I wanted freedom to work early mornings and during nap times from home. I didn't want to have to get up and lug kids around every single day. I didn't want to have to be somewhere at a certain time with young kids. So I knew that this opportunity did not align with what I wanted. That is the biggest indicator that you should say no and walk away. Now, this can show up in other ways, too, if like it's a specific client situation. Maybe there's a client that's like, oh, I want to hire you. And you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, something feels off. Maybe they want someone that can be available Monday, Wednesday, Friday for an hour at 10 a.m. to engage on Instagram with their audience. And you're like, ooh, that seems a little bit restricting. If you don't want those restricting projects and clients, say no. If you get on a call with a client and very much is upfront and like, I don't want kids on calls. I don't want... you know, When we're talking, I don't want to hear kids in the background. Some people might feel that way. And you're like, ooh, that's not working because I'm doing this work at home mom thing. I've got kids all around me. That's not going to work. If a potential opportunity, a potential project, a potential client clashes with what you want your business and life to look like, say no, protect what you want. Now, if it aligns with what you want, but you have jitters or are nervous about like, oh, can I do this? Will I be good at this? That's probably imposter syndrome. And so in this situation, if you just have jitters or nerves, you need to say yes and believe in yourself and believe in your community of support that can be there to support you and lift you up and and has your back, especially if you're an overwhelmed, overbooked, We've got your back when you get in situations where you need a little bit more support, encouragement, or someone to walk you through something. We're there for you. So I hope this episode was helpful. And I just wanna lastly say it's spring. We're all, you know, on a lose weight kick, right? Saying no is the fastest way to lose weight. It's mental weight, <laughs> but still, sometimes that's the best weight to lose. Okay, but seriously, thank you so much for joining me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what some of your no stories are. Let's share them in the Facebook group, DM me on Instagram, send it to me in an email. Let's just flood the Facebook group with stories of powerful stories of other moms saying no to something, and what ultimately then came after that. Because we always think no is like a final closed door. We're missing out on an opportunity. But just like in my experience. Once we say no to something, we have that ability to say yes to something that is aligned with what we want and is the perfect opportunity shortly after. So, send those to me email, DM, Facebook group. I can't wait to hear your stories. Hope you have a fabulous day and stay tuned for that giveaway coming up in two weeks. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn, or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want to end. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me, at Michaela.quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.